Hello, Hardies, and welcome to the Hardies Hotline, your connection to Hope Valley. Hosted by Caroline, myself, Cammie, and Casey. Thanks to Brian Bird for letting us use the music on our show. Now grab that paprika-filled shepherd's pie and sit back and relax. Here we go. Hello, hello, my hearty lovelies. <laughs> How is everybody doing out there? Welcome to one of the anticipated events of this podcast. Let's start at the very beginning. Um, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the cool thing is we have two beginnings. We've got the pilot movie, which mm -hmm. is the very beginning of When Calls the Heart. And now we have this episode, which is the very beginning of the series. It's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> so episode one, Lost and Found. As Elizabeth nervously faces her first day of teaching, the coal miners are up in arms when a plank with a personal message is found in the rubble of the coal mining accident. Jack sets out to identify the cause of the accident and also discovers who the plank belongs to. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I forgot all about that plank. You did? did? I really? did. I really did. I really, really did. I was so, I haven't seen this in a really long time, mostly on purpose. Um, first, I was really sad after season five. But second, after I got <laughs> over that, you know, I really wanted to do this podcast with you guys. And, you know, we've been busy and we've, you know, had a lot of other things on our plate. And I wanted to watch wow. it with fresh eyes. Yeah. So I literally haven't seen this episode in four ever wow so, yeah it was like for me I was like oh my goodness it's like going back home I feel <laughs> oh, it's I, awesome isn't it it was so great I was it so excited is. it really it I, really is oh yeah it's it's a you know I mean no wonder all of us got hooked right mm -hmm. oh no yeah wonder, no wonder all of us got hooked on it because that's a very compelling appealing episode to start things mm -hmm. out it really is okay so let's talk about that plank for a second now i in my personal opinion the idea of comparing handwriting samples i don't know that that could really work with a carving okay. yeah that that mm -hmm. was my one thing i mean it's the it's all they could do so yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that Jack did the wrong thing in that but how can you how can you compare carving with handwriting it just I thought it was written on with coal No it was carved Oh it was it was carved into the plank Otherwise, My eyes have been alive the last 5 years <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, that would have been perfect. Yes. Yeah. No, that's what I thought. I thought it was just like somebody got like charcoal or coal or whatever oh, and just scribbled yeah, it out it real fast. Yeah, it was carved into it. Mm -hmm. So that, that was, yeah, that was one thing. I was like, how are you supposed to be able to tell from handwriting who carved it? So, mm -hmm. so that, that was something that kind of was 
interesting with me. The other thing was the grammar. You got the comma after forgive me, mm-hmm. comma, pa. And the mm-hmm. first, I still remember watching it for the first time, and I thought it was forgive me, pa. Yes. <laughs> and, and then Elizabeth says, forgive me, pa. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> So I was of the opinion that it should have been a dash. That that was my that was my personal opinion. What about you guys? What what are your feelings on the plank? I could see the that needed the dash. Like I like I when I when I heard it, I'm like, forgive me, Pa. Like forgive me, Dad. But then it was yeah, like, right. forgive me, Pa. Like mm-hmm. now when From she said pa. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I had the same sentiments when the first time I watched it. I thought it was, you know, a child to a father. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. You know, and then the way they were saying it, I was like, wait a second. Is it from a pa? Like, yeah. I, I thought it was like Peter to his dad. Yeah, right. that's what I thought right. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm not crazy. Yes. <laughs> Always good to have verification. <laughs> We're all crazy then. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we all are. All right. Favorite part. Casey, what's your favorite part of this episode? Overall, the overarching thing that really stood out that I would oh, say was okay. my favorite would be the banter. And I guess okay. if I had to pick a specific scene, yeah. it would definitely be the banter when they meet officially for the first time. Mm. That is... <laughs> And again, I had forgotten about that. Like, I knew they, you know, I, I remembered all the mushy stuff about Jack and Elizabeth, like all the right. and the Gaga, ah! but <laughs> um, but this this meet cute moment was like everything. It was the charm and the suave and the little flirtiness, and then it went flipped just like that. Went one eighty and turned into snark and anger <laughs> and and spiciness, saltiness. Salty. salty, salty, Jack is salty. Oh, look he at, is salty. We'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> but it had me cracking up, and I think that's what yeah. uh, that's why I was so compelled to watch it the first time around. Is it because it had that along with sadness and happiness? You know, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. the humor really just drew me in, and I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> laughing ridiculously. <laughs> but I that I would say it is the um, the snarkiness. In that first meeting, favorite okay. part, Caroline. The the dinner with Abigail, like in the banter between them at Abigail's, and like that little look she gives, like I see, like <laughs> this is gonna be something. That was I love that part. My favorite part. So funny that all of us. It has to do with the banter <laughs> between <laughs> Jack and Elizabeth. My favorite part is right after dinner when he says. After only two minutes of talking to you, I figured out that you were not wearing your own shoes or dress, and you were not disappointed after you found out (laughs) that you were going to see me at dinner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You're walking on the outside of your shoes to compensate for the ill fit from the pinch. Your dress is three inches too short and a little tight around the waist. (laughs) And just just the... The the how dare you flames that just light in her oh my eyes. Goodness. Okay, in that same scene, my favorite diss is when Elizabeth says, "Good because this town doesn't need oh, a second rate mountie runs from a challenge." And I yeah. was like, "Oh, burn!" 
man, but the let's talk about snark, the snarkiness on his face when she said, and the part about not being disappointed at seeing you at dinner, and just the that was just a guess. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack, pour some oh, pepper man. on you because you are salty. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. When he said that, I was like. Oh no, he didn't just go there. And I was like, yes. man. Well, no, my my thing of he didn't just go there was the dress was too tight. I know. I was oh like, yeah. Are you, like, are you are calling this girl fat. You are such a dork. And I my other thought too is like, man, Jack, you're arrogant, man. He is. He's so arrogant. All of himself. Oh my goodness. I'm like, dude. Like, this is. It was funny. Yeah. Speaking about speaking about the dinner. Did you ladies know that there's a deleted scene right there where it shows where it shows the flashback to the day when Mm -hmm. Abigail is describing it, and it becomes a voiceover instead of just watching her. Oh no! Yeah, we'll say that again, Caroline. I said I I said I saw that on YouTube. Oh, you did. Mm -hmm. Her performance is marvelous in that, but I have to admit, after seeing that, I said, "Oh gosh, that's really good." Mm -hmm. With the with the with her voice in the background, with Abigail doing a voiceover explanation, I'm like, "Why didn't they use that?" I really Um. like that. It was, it was, it was breathtaking. It was mm -hmm. how many, Mm -hmm. how long is it? Oh, it's the, it's just the length of her talking. Was it, is it just them running out of the mine and the explosion? It's them running out of the mine. It's the window shaking. It's the women looking out at the window. Oh, like a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. All we could think to do was run and it shows them turning and running and oh, it. That'll that'll need a mop. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to find this clip. Yes, you have to mm-hmm. find it. Or we could just, you know, get the video, the DVDs from Edify Films. There you go. Mm-hmm. About that. <laughs> <laughs> well, product placement there, you know. Yeah, we love you, Elliot. Shout out to Edify Films. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so memorable quotes. What what were some of your favorite lines in this one? When she's like at the beginning of school and the little boy comes up to her and says, like, I have cheese for lunch. And she says, oh, I like cheese. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why. It just it makes me giggle. And no, that's, that's one of It's my favorite quote. <laughs> and when, um, when Jack says, like, in the dress is too, the too tight, like, yeah. after the supper, I'm like, dude. Bad man. Bad man. <laughs> I wrote down all the ones I wrote down were all the snarky remarks they had this <laughs> Well then let's let's save those for t- uh let's save yeah. those for later. Yeah. So, I will one. say um okay, so this one's still a Jack and Elizabeth one. It's not the snark, but I did enjoy at the end when 
they're talking about Gabe and they say instinct is for Mounties, not for teachers. And then Elizabeth mm-hmm. comes back and says, students are for teachers, <laughs> not Mounties. So I wrote that down too. I, I just, appre- I appreciated the fact that these two at opposite ends were brought together by this one incident and they had different motives and different motivation mm-hmm. and they were able to like twist it twist each other's words around, you know, for the better good. So that was super fun for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of my favorites are, I need a drink. Not a drink, drink. (laughs) I don't drink. Not a drink, drink. I don't drink. (laughs) And at the very, very beginning, when she goes that I am Elizabeth Thatcher, a strong, independent, capable woman, getting more panicked as the the outlaws are headed her way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she drops to the floor and says out loud, I can face any obstacle with courage grace and dignity <laughs> yeah like that that, that, that that's a, that's the part that drew me in at the beginning like watching it uh-huh. i'm like you go you go girl so uh, really quick do you guys think that the the driver and the shotgun did they get killed or did they run off were they cowards because Coward. we see her all by herself mm-hmm. with her luggage thrown everywhere so and there are and there's no sign of them so were they on the ground right behind the stagecoach or do you think they ran off i think they ran off they probably ran that's my off. guess yeah i would say ran off just for the sake of the fact that this is when calls the heart so mm-hmm. probably not going to get too violent and it, it always makes me laugh that the whole purpose of the shotgun is protection and in all the movies he runs off you know? <laughs> like what's the point of protecting the stagecoach then and then a more poignant quote was sometimes people die without i love yous or i forgive yous oh let me cry too yeah I really hit you in the oh in the feels it, mm-hmm. it really does it really does because uh, my my father passed away from cancer, and it uh, we had time, obviously, but he took a spin for the worse so mm. fast. You know, one day he's fine, and he's babysitting my daughter for me, and he's holding her and all that, and that night he turned around. Mm-hmm. And so then he was delirious, and we couldn't – he could tell – we could tell him that we loved him, but – you couldn't hear from him. us. Yeah. He couldn't understand us. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that line, that line gets you right, mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> okay. So here's a little fun snippet that I thought we could do. Rich girl reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> because let's face it, people, Elizabeth Thatcher, she's the royalty of Hamilton, right? She's one of the richest of the richest. Mm-hmm. And she goes to Coal Valley. Coal Valley. <laughs> yeah. it, t- it, like, it seems like her family would be the equivalent of like the Hiltons or something, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, something something like that. Mm-hmm. So so the the very first one, which I think is very funny, is when she talks about her privileged upbringing and the voiceover. And right at that second, the stagecoach goes over a rock, and she's just absolutely mortified at <laughs> at the bump. I'm just like, oh, sweetheart, you <laughs> you're in for a long haul. <laughs> And when she's in the teachers for the first time, like mm-hmm. look like looking around, like you don't even know what a um outhouse Biting is. Biting into an onion. <laughs> 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 it was a turnip. Oh, oh yes, a turnip and just. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact about that turnip: if you have not seen Aaron Krakos tweet about that, that was a genuine reaction because she had oh. um, never eaten a turnip much less one that's raw. And Michael Landon Jr. had so much fun with her (laughs) on that scene. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Speaking of fun, let's talk about her in the outhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a rich girl reaction right there. (laughs) Yes. uh, uh, afraid like, to even open the door. Terrible. I mean, that would be my reaction too. Like, to be honest, I, I mean, I, yeah. Let's be honest. Yes, especially because she probably grew up with indoor plumbing and all that, uh-huh. all the things. So, I mean, I wonder when indoor plumbing was invented. That would be something to look up because we're at 1910. And I, I know it that it was, I know that it was way before. I know it was in the late 1800s, but that, that would just be something fun to look up. Um, okay. 1840. Uh, 1840. Mm-hmm. Starting okay. 1840. The art and practice of indoor plumbing took nearly a century to develop starting in the 1840s. Okay. By 1940s, half the houses um, lacked hot piped water, a bathtub or shower or a flush toilet. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know. Thank you, historian Casey. You're welcome. And thank you, Google. Product <laughs> yeah. placement. Sponsor. Uh, okay. Uh, another rich girl reaction. I am not afraid of rolling up my... <laughs> 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 to the I mean, like I said, I would be the same way. Oh, I, I would... Mm-mm. Oh, oh, completely, complete. And we had rats in this house not too long ago, about six months ago. We had rats in my house, and oh, it was oh, it was oh. terrible. It was yeah, awful. I did have a snake. I had, I had a s- snake in my house. Yes, I remember. I remember you telling us that <laughs> oh, you had a snake, gosh. and oh, yucky, yucky, yucky. Oh man. Oh. And then we got hanging the dress too close to, to the, the fire, fire. Yes. and the sleeve actually goes in. <laughs> and then fending off wolves with a wooden spoon <laughs> as a weapon. <laughs> oh, dear Elizabeth. Dear good, thing, good thing Jack wasn't there when that happened. Can you imagine? Oh, the man. She would never oh. live that down. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and, uh, do you think that do you think that Jack knew that she burned down the teacherage because that would be something else that she could Oh, he probably did from Flomo and all the gossips. They probably he probably heard rumblings. I mean, if he was smart enough to pick up on the handwriting, 
<laughs> and he was smart enough to pick up on the fact that she wasn't wearing her own clothes. Yeah, probably figured it out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riding into town. What happened? What was this? Oh, that was the teacherage that our new teacher just burned down the other night. Fantastic. William Thatcher's princess. Hey, hey, that's coming oh. later. <laughs> <laughs> And then I've got two more. Have you girls got anything else that you can think of, of rich girl reactions? I've got to say, all her quoting of, like, everything is yes. one that I, I was like, you are, like, are you a... Going off? <laughs> like, what? I, I thought Oliver O'Toole for, for all of that. Sign still delivered there. I was like, you're like the female Oliver. Instead of quoting Shakespeare, you're quoting, like, philosophers yeah and i'm like girl this is coal valley they don't even have indoor plumbing yeah <laughs> the kids aren't gonna care <laughs> so the two that i the two that i have left are when they're walking in the woods and following gabe and jack says you really don't know of course i know and then at the very end when she's writing her letter to her parents a handsome very annoying Mountie. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how a rich, a rich girl would react, I think. A very handsome and very annoying Mountie. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Which brings us to ding-a-ling-a-ling! Yak about Jack! The man who is described as inquisitive, insensitive, and a second-rate Mountie who runs away from a challenge. Honestly, I, I really had a memory lapse because all I remember is <laughs> romantic Jack and all oh, that. Oh, but this, there was a Jack before the romantic I, I Right? Before, <laughs> yeah. This is Jack who is not ever going to take a wife, Jack. And no. I, I loved his entrance. It mm -hmm. was kind of a grand yes. entrance, you know? It was a grand entrance. It was huge, especially that stark color. Yes. Even, even Elizabeth, because she's borrowing one of Abigail's dresses, her colors are there, but they're very muted. Mm -hmm. And then in rides this bright red, spanking new Mountie Surge, you know, from mm -hmm. freshly laundered, laundered you know? <laughs> And like she's and the little boy's like, who is that? Like, that's a Mountie, and she's like looking at him like, I see you. Ah, I see a Mountie. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. a man under thirty. He's <laughs> handsome. He's clean shaven. <laughs> He's good looking. He's gorgeous. <laughs> later. More on that later. <laughs> More on that later. I also loved how he kind of, he's no nonsense too. He's Very. totally serious, no nonsense. And Gowan's starting to challenge him and he shuts him down like all, both times. The first uh -huh. time, you know, at the at the mine, he says, I'm Jack Thornton, your new Mountie, or something along those lines. I'm and the new constable, the constable of, Cole of Cole Valley. Valley. I only um, know because I wrote it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, he like drops the mic there. And then he also drops the mic when he's with him in the office. And he says, I don't work for you. So. <laughs> I like that part. I like well, I don't so. work for the companies, really what he's Right. Saying. But yeah. Still, still, he put him in his place, and I was like, okay, I see you. I see you. 
You know what my husband said? He said, he looks like a kid. He speaks with authority, but his face has none. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yes, he's much younger. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if the age continuation is accurate from the original movie because and we'll Not talk sure. we talked about the we talked about this last time on yes. the pilot. Yes. Um but Elizabeth is twenty two in the uh-huh. pilot. So uh-huh. I don't know if we if that age still kind of carries over if she's maybe a slightly older, but I would assume she's still in her young twenties just because um it's her first teaching position. The oldest <laughs> I would go, the oldest I would go is twenty-five. That's oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. that's the <laughs> oldest that I would say. Yeah. So that would make Jack about twenty-five-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. 25, 26. I yeah. Could, you know, I mean, he could pass for that. Yeah. Oh, no, they both yeah. totally can. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us your skin regimen. Mm. I know. <laughs> A lot of coal dust. <laughs> <laughs> A steady diet of coal dust. Good for the skin. Okay, so talking about no nonsense <laughs> to keep William Thatcher's princess from stubbing a toe in a town she had no business coming to. Mm. Oh, <laughs> denied. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Elizabeth. Okay, in that moment, she had no idea. She's just so naive to so her sweet. privilege and her upbringing and yeah. everything. Well, it's the second time in this town she's been called a princess. I, yeah, <laughs> and she has no idea that you know her last name is making it's it's a negative connotation for people right like jack and you know it's just so (laughs) i felt so bad for her because she's just like oh william thatcher like no big deal yeah that's my dad yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's my dad yeah and i'm like the 180 the 180 that his attitude takes he's totally hitting on her in the beginning oh totally daniel daniel listing once said yeah he goes in he thinks i'm new in town she's new in town we're both single we're both under 30 this is great and i mean he's totally hitting on her shaking her hand i don't have any chalk dust now i I know he did There's the chalk dust. There's our chalk dust reference that will become famous later. And then once he says, William Thatcher, the shipping tycoon, boom, turns on the face of a dime. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And and also with that, because now he's all like, I'm out of here. I am not going to be babysitting some chick. Uh some rich girl, some princess. <laughs> and here's the other arrogant part too, is when he goes to the mercantile and he's like, I demand a transfer. Oh. And I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. Back up, yo. <laughs> sir, sir, you are, you are an under 30 year old with not a lot of experience. You're a mounty. constable. <laughs> You're a constable. You have no business telling your superior, I demand a, a, a reassignment like uh-huh. let's not be a karen now okay <laughs> not be a karen <laughs> all right let's talk about caroline's favorite yak about jack fart the wood chopping <laughs> <laughs> boom <Ooh-hoo>, baby <laughs> it's the first time we see <laughs> 
My husband even noticed it. He said, did she just fan herself? <laughs> he said, yes, she did. Totally. He totally just fanned herself. And thus begins Aaron Krako's long career of insisting of, on wood chopping scenes from her co-stars <laughs> in her movies and series. <laughs> mm. And like she's looking at him and she's just watching him and then she's like turns she's around and trying like, not to. Yeah. She's and even, then she's just uh, uh, you can see the in, the internal struggle. It's like a car accident. You can't help but watch. <laughs> I'm supposed to be mad at him. I'm supposed to be mad. Like I do not like him. But he's chopping wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> so, while we fan ourselves, any f any last comments about the wood chopping before we move on? Good form. Oh, very good form. Good swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, last thing about last thing about Jack in our yak about Jack segment. He's educated. He mm -hmm. is he very is. very educated, and he because he talks about. He walks into Abigail's house, and the first thing he goes to is the painting. And he says mm -hmm. that the artist has a wonderful grasp of color and composition. Like, whoa, mm -hmm. excuse me, Renaissance man. Elizabeth was shocked, too, I think. Yeah. Say that again, what? I said Elizabeth was shocked too. Yeah, incredibly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we find out that we find out that he is educated because his mother was a teacher. teacher. A noble profession. profession. Okay, what was he doing there? When he said a teacher, a most noble profession, was he trying to compliment her or was he trying to snide her? You're not living up to your noble profession. You, or was he doing a little bit of both? What do you guys was, think? I think a little charm. Throwing a little charm back in there. Like, Trying to throw a little okay. charm in? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she's still pretty, and he knows it, so. Yeah, I, I think he, I think he's kind of subtly letting her know I don't think of you a second rate because you're a teacher. I think of you a second rate because you're William Thatcher's princess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More like, I think, I think teaching, this has nothing to do with you being a teacher, has everything to do with you. My right. morals with you are because of you, not okay. because you're a teacher. Because he did kind of insult her and tell her like she shouldn't even be there, which could be taken multiple ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You won't last a month in a town like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So, who does the plank end up being from? Oh. Noah Stanton. Oh. Noah Stanton. We find out because of that little... What, what would you even call that? The, an, an extra curl, I guess? Or an extra slant? In his in his handwriting, he the way that he wrote okay. his N was the same way he wrote his M in in me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys think about Abigail not telling the town 
when she because she obviously figured it out very quickly that it was from Noah. And everybody was trying to say, this is mine. I was asleep when he left. This was my goodbye. This was his goodbye. My husband left notes for us all the time. So it makes sense that he would leave one last note for us, you know, mm. on and on and on and on. All And, you know, Gabe is sobbing. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's saying, I know it was written for me when really he's saying, I need it to be written mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Well, real quick, back to that point, you make a uh-huh. really good point about Gabe wanting it, wanting it to be for, like wanting, mm-hmm. needing it to be for him. And I think that's the same thing for the widows, because I mean, if it were me, I know my husband's handwriting. I would mm-hmm. know right away that that wasn't his. And I, you have to feel so bad for those widows Terrible. that are just like, you know, that they know deep inside that it's really, they know it's not theirs. Cause you know, mm-hmm. when you've been married a long time, you know, each other's like strengths and weaknesses, you know, each other's handwriting for sure. I could spot my handwriting. I could have spot I, my husband's handwriting a mile away. Oh, Cause it's, it ain't pretty. You know? <laughs> 100%. And so I, I felt so bad for them as they're going through telling, you know, like Henry Allen that it's theirs. And it was almost like it was a coping mechanism for everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it was just a way for them to get their last their their feelings their moments their, their grief closure you know all of that yeah. out and oh i just felt so bad about that and for abigail mm-hmm. too knowing that all these women who are in the same boat as her um and you know sh- and she knows that they all need that closure so mm-hmm. I, I don't blame her for not wanting to say anything especially in mm-hmm. such a tight-knit community and grief does such weird things to people sometimes you know like yeah Especially if you're singled out for one little memento or something around those those lines. And I think it, and I think it's because it was so soon after it happened, like it was three months. Yeah, three months. yeah. Three and months. so I think it, it. They found it later on. She might have been more willing to, you know, oh, say well, that because it was uh, so fresh. That's so a good fresh. point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they were just burying the last of the men, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, they had just yeah. found the last of the men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of mementos, there is one memento from Cole Valley that Elizabeth receives that we have not spoken about yet. Never step between two Cole boys oh, mixing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, I don't think any of us really have any words for that point. Bless her heart. Oh, bless her heart is right. And in the sweetest way possible, she's trying, she's trying to break up a fight between Gabe and James. She doesn't know any better. And I mean, did you soccer punch to the face? And, I mean, did you see the shock on James's face? I hit a woman. I hit my teacher. I am so dead meat. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Back then, you could get a serious whipping for something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, oh, yeah. that that could make that could make your that could make your backside hurt for a week. <laughs> that was another that was another part where my husband just burst out laughing. He said, Well, that stopped the fight. <laughs> hey, she did stop it. She did she stop to. it. Very unconventionally, I might add. Any final thoughts? 
about any post postscript about oh, this episode before I challenge you with my trivia. I just, it just, it brought all the feels again, like seeing it again. It just, it just makes you happy and like seeing like how different it is from like now season seven to like season one. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's just so neat. Yes. It's a different place, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, but it's a completely different place. That building behind Casey didn't even exist. <laughs> Did not point. exist. <laughs> and I... I had forgotten how prissy Elizabeth was. Mm. And I had forgotten yes. how kind of wimpy she was. Like, she's saying that she's a strong, confident woman, but my girl, <laughs> you, you have a little ways to go. I mean, good on you for not bailing out and good on you for having the, you know, fortitude to stick to your guns and not let Jack run you out of town. But man, I, I had forgotten how much Elizabeth's character has grown and how much yes. she changed over the course of the seven years, eight yeah. years. So yeah. that was really fun for me. I, I really love young, sweet, naive Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very stubborn Elizabeth. <laughs> oh my word. She is what's so that what's the line? Stubborn. What's that what's the line? I can take care of my own stub toes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a thatcher. We don't run, run from, from a challenge. challenge. <laughs> You better get used to a steady diet of coal dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, she is stubborn. She is, man. <laughs> oh, I, guess, uh, I guess my final thought is it, it did my heart so much good. You know, it, like, like the show says, my heart called me here, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just to relive all those memories. I still remember being hugely pregnant with my son sitting in bed. You know, it had popped up on, net, on my Netflix choices so many times and I finally just gave up. I said, okay, fine, I will watch it. And then I mm -hmm. go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I just loved it. Mm. I loved it and I couldn't stop. And that's the feeling, the the home feeling, yes. the uplifting <laughs> feeling. You know, the the idea that you walk away from a TV show better. Yeah. You know, that it's rare these days and it's something that this show does for us, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. I oh. had to stop myself from continuing. And then I was did, like, yeah, me too. I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, you gotta pause, stop. pause, pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to binge it in 24 hours like I did the first time. Nope, nope, <laughs> got to watch it so it's fresh in my mind for when we recap. So I, I made sure I stopped. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this before we record so it's all fresh and we get a fresh reaction. Good mm -hmm. girl. Thank you. You don't run from a challenge. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? I guess if we have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, name the five, one, two, three, four, five, six, my bad. Name the six characters that are in the pilot that are still in Hope Valley today. Okay. Elizabeth, Emily, uh -huh. Uh -huh. a flow, Mo. Uh -huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> Henry, yes. 
Henry. Oh, seven. My bad. Seven. Um, I forgot. Henry. Um, That's terrible. Um, <laughs> Yost. Anna. Yost and Anna. Anna. Yes. You did it. Yay! Between the two of you, you got it. All seven. Five. <laughs> All seven. Nice work, ladies. Nice work. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I didn't write down Henry. Bad Cammy. Bad Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> call myself the hook tardy but here's the thing though he he looks so different he does he does like i i really honestly forgot that was the same guy you know <laughs> especially with his character changes and his character growth and all that yeah. stuff like completely forgot i had to remind myself this is still henry gowan same guy my, my I know I keep talking about things my husband said, but it was just so odd that he would be making this many comments about <laughs> it. But he said, man, I never liked going in the first place, but going back and seeing him in the very beginning, why did they ever give him a second chance? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. What does the word hubris mean? Perhaps it was hubris or just stubborn pride. So what does hubris mean? This isn't really a trivia from the episode. Don't you dare use your phone. Oh, come no. on. <laughs> Gumption. I don't know. <laughs> Oh no! So I had to look it up as well because I said, "Ooh, I don't. I've never looked up that word, and it's you know the fourth word in the show. <laughs> so it means excessive pride or self confidence, and mm. usually, mm. and usually it's uh, it's in conjunction with being brought down. So I would say that." Uh, Jack has a little bit of hubris as well, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Good one. The, oh, thank you. Okay. What are, this should, this should be pretty easy. What are Jack's first words that he ever speaks in the episode? Um, on the oh, mountain. I thought this would be easy. I'm Jack Thornton. No. No. no, no. He said, okay, he, ri he rides in and he, what does he say right there when he rides in? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Tells his horse to slow down. <laughs> that was a valiant effort, but no. <laughs> I mean, I know what he does. He basically stops the fight and then he tells, come on, Stop come right on. Here. What? Stop it right here. I don't know. Oh, you man, you guys are dancing around it. Move back. Oh. oh. Move back are his very first words that he speaks in the entire episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hmm. The telegram that Jack finds in the trash. Uh, who was it to? The um, mining inspect the mining company. What's the name it the says Pacific Pacific Northwest Mining no, Company. No, it's not the company. I mean, it's it. That's eventually, but there's a name. Is it Noah Stan? No, it's not Noah Stan. Mm -hmm. Henry Gowan. <laughs> nope, because I think Henry may have 
uh, written it? Spurlock? Nope. <laughs> oh, wait. It's, oh, if he, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Well. Randall Pope. Mm-hmm. Randall oh. Pope was the name on yeah. the telegram. Okay. This one. This one I wasn't going to do. This is my last one. This one I wasn't going to do, but it it was too perfect because it has a signed, sealed, delivered tie-in, which we're all fans of as well. So had to do it. Had to do it. Okay. The first sentence written on the board, the top sentence written on the board when Elizabeth is asking the class, is it a noun? A verb? What's the top sentence written on the chalkboard? Hope is living with feathers? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like I said, this is more for fun because it's kind of an SSD tie-in. Oliver climbed the massive tree but then got stuck. All right, Hardys. Well... That was a quick one that wraps up our pilot episode. And so tell us your thoughts on our yak about Jack. What's your favorite part to yak about? And what do you think of the wood chopping? So we will see you next week and stay tuned for more surprises coming. Bye. Bye. We have a very exciting announcement today. We are announcing the winner of our very first giveaway sponsored and brought to you by Edify Films, our beloved merch handler and distributor. Thank you so much, Edify Films, for all of the incredible merchandise that you bring us to enhance our Hardy's fandom and for helping us out with this giveaway. We love you. Now for the announcement. Drum roll, please. The winner is J Natasha T. Twitter handle Nat underscore T underscore. You are the winner of a When Calls the Heart coloring book and journal. Congratulations! So please message us your mailing information and we will get that prize to you right away. Have a wonderful day, Hardies. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us on Hardy's Hotline. For more juicy details and to see what's coming up, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hardy's Hotline. And we drop an episode every Wednesday, so we'll see you then. Until next time.